You're listening to the second part of our special Cheltenham preview on KCLR Drive. In this section, I'm joined by Kevin Blake of At The Races, Sally-Anne Grassick of ITV and Goran Park's Eddie Scally, where we break the Cheltenham Festival down for 2019 into the four days. We begin by taking a look at Tuesday's action. KCLR Drive with Ken Maguire. Now it is Ken with you on KCLR Drive, coming to you live today from Connolly's Red Mills, Achillean Hill in Kilkenny. And I tell you something, lads, things are kind of, uh, things are picking up business is picking up here as well there's all manner of photos being taken but the the old arrangement on the couch uh, in our makeshift studio for the afternoon has changed uh, i'm joined by uh, at the races kevin blake itv sally and grassick and uh, I, I, can i call you now uh, casey lord's scoreline eddie scally or or what do we talk about is it still goran park i'm still goran park Ken. thanks very much <laughs> still goran park uh, well that's uh, ye are the people in the know um so we're going to kick things off with with a, with a look and we're going to break things down day by day as well uh, Cheltenham is underway on Tuesday all eyes are on it uh, we had 17 Irish winners last year uh, I suppose yeah the eyes of the racing world really are going to be on it we got we got the lay of the land from some of the team here earlier in terms of what they're looking forward to uh, Kevin uh, maybe we, we start with you going into day one on, on Tuesday uh, what do you see what do you reckon what do you feel um, well, I suppose you'd have to start with the champion hurdle. You know, for me, this is probably the most exciting race of the week. It, um, it has made up into an absolutely fabulous contest on paper. Hopefully it'll pan out like that in reality, but we have three proper horses here. Uber Dare, two-time champion hurdle winner. You can throw stones at him and say, well, maybe he, he hasn't won vintage champion hurdles, but he's got a vintage champion hurdle to face into this year, I think, because he has two mares in um, Boover Day, and sorry, in Apple's Jade mm-hmm. and Lorena that he'll have to give seven pounds a piece to, and they look like, well, Apple's Jade is there and done a, pro- a proper race mare, and Lorena looks to have all the potential to be a proper race mare, so he won't have it easy this season. Say, would you reckon it'll be three in a row? Could, could it be three in a row? Is, is the competition that is the competition that that much room? I think Apple's Jade might just have a little bit too much room. She has looked exceptional this season. She's a ten-time Grade One winner, but this season she has looked to have taken her form to to another level. Yeah. And in the form she's in, she will take some beating. I think. Saliana, you're the of the of the same uh, of the same mind. I kind of don't know what I want to think. Um, <laughs> I think Bouverdere hasn't been given the credit he deserves. Okay. He's been an unbelievable horse and we've said it all along and I know the team surrounding him, even the girl who looks after him, Hannah Ryan, in um, Nicky Henderson, she says all the time that he's never got the credit. Any other horse that had won this many yeah. races and this many champion hurdles, we'd be citing them as a superstar. You know, Faheen, we, we thought he was untouchable at, at this point in his career. but. I'd love Apples Jade to do it. You know, last year she was in season. We knew that it wasn't the hormonally she wasn't in in the right yeah. place, and I can testify that that's not easy. <laughs> um, but but they've seemed to have everything right with her now. They've been keeping a track on her. The girls who look after her have been following it closely. They know that she's brilliant. It would be amazing to see her. And Lorena, Lorena is the really unknown factor because she's beaten what we've given her to beat Kevin, but we also haven't given her a whole lot to beat so she's you can't go on her form at all but you just have to go on the fact that Willie Mullins thinks she's unbelievably good yeah we, we just don't know you know from this time last year the chat about Lorena has been absolutely massive she, mm. she got the job done in, in the mayor's novice last last year but she's never faced opposition like this you know it's it's a classic case of, of a, all the promise and potential but they find now is when we get to find out yeah and now is when we get to find out about Boover Dare as well because this is a huge race the most important race of Boover Dare's life because if he can 
can go and win his third one and beat these two mayors, he will go down. He will get all the credit. He will be known as an all-time great, I think. But if he is beaten here, it'll hurt his legacy. Mm. You know, for a two-time champion hurdle winner, like Sally Ann says, which is a huge achievement that has only been done a handful of times in history, he perhaps hasn't got that, that luster and, and, and status attached to him that you'd expect. But, so this is a huge day for him. And... I, I can't emphasize enough how excited I am about this race. It, it is the race of the week, and I, I can't wait. It should be a fabulous horse race. Eddie, what do you reckon? Race of the week on day one? Um, it should be, uh, definitely. Um, I think Bouvedere, uh, as the two lads have rightly pointed out, Bouvedere was probably doesn't get enough credit for what he's yeah. done. Last year's preparation for Bouvedere, if I remember rightly, in the week leading up to Cheltenham, there was doubts about whether Bouvedere was going to run. I think he'd, he'd hurt his foot or something. There was a bit of confusion, or not confusion, but there was a bit of worry about Bouvedere, and I think, in fairness to his camp, they came out afterwards and said the Bouvedere that only barely beat uh, Paul's horse Melon last year, mm. beaten by a short head, that that wasn't the real Bouvedere. The one for me is, is Lorena, um, yep. without question. I, I, I know she hasn't beaten anything that's been put in front of her. She's trained by an absolute genius. Everything coming out of the yard is positive. And, you know, the three of them will battle like hell up the hill. But the other horse that, that the lads aren't mentioning at all goes on all ground. Absolute machine is Sharjah. And, you know, I wouldn't be shocked. Like, Sharjah just turns up and does the business. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see him there kicking at the end. But for me, I think uh, Willie has feral measure of the champion hurdle he's a feral guide stick he'd know what he has with Lorena and I think he's he's going in there very confident with Lorena he's obviously campaigned it completely with the champion hurdle in mind because basically the races that she's won have just been kind of schooling sessions really without being disrespectful to the horses yeah, she yeah. beat but that's all it was so I'd say the first time we're going to see the screw turn on Lorena is on Tuesday and we'll find out how good she is then okay would you would you be of the same way would would charge a sand much of a chance? Oh, in a, in a different season, he'd be amongst leading contenders now, yeah. but he, he is, like Eddie says, to be fair, probably be, uh, uh, just because the, the, the big three are getting all the attention. He's a two-time grade one winner. He's looked better than ever this season, and if you believe what he's been doing in his last two starts, he comes into the mix. But at the same time, you can throw stones at the form a little bit, and he, he's in a somewhat a similar position to... Lorena in some ways in that he, he perhaps hasn't, while he's won two grade ones, he's yet to elevate himself to that tip-top level. Mm. And he, he'll have his chance here. Yeah. You know, I know there's, there's a couple of good judges I know give him a super chance, so we, we probably would, wouldn't want to fall into the trap of framing it as a three-runner race when yeah. there's the likes of Sharjah, Mellon, last year's runner-up, and others of note. You know, this is a real deep champion hurdle. If you had to hang your hat on it, who do you see coming away with it? It's Apple's Jade, but only marginally now. This is a this is a tight, tight contest. Sally Ann, head over her. I think I think I'd love to, I'd love to see Apple's Jade winning it. Definitely, yeah. I would. But it's it's a race to savor. It really is. It's going to be one of the best champion hurdles we've seen in the last couple of years. They haven't been as good as we have had. We've been lucky enough to have it in the past. You know, in the days when we had Hartbold, Hardy Eustace. You know, those brilliant races that were real battles. I think this is one to savor. Eddie, Lorena. Oh, yeah, as well. Okay. <laughs> From some of the other races, uh, the, the grade one side of things on Tuesday, what do you reckon towards the Arkle? Um, the Arkle, the one I like, is Hardline. 
for Gordon Elliott. Yeah. Um, I think it's fair to say this maybe isn't a vintage renewal of the Arkell. We've lost a few big contenders there in recent weeks. Uh, Larish Berg, Dynamite Dollars and others. So what we're left with is probably just an average renewal. But Hardline has been very good this season. He he beat a horse called Us and Them in great, great style back in December. And Us and Them subsequently went on to finish second twice to Larish Berg, who would have been a, a heavily favoured uh, contender for this if he hadn't have had a setback last week. Um, and Hardline, his two runs since have been good. He won at Limerick at Christmas, won a grade one. He was beaten last time, but I think it's readily excusable at Leopardstown. He made a bad mistake at down the back straight, lost his confidence. Jack Kennedy, uh, you know, essentially left him alone for a few fences to try and get his confidence back. And he put in a big effort to put him back into the race between the last two. And he, yeah. paid, he paid for those exertions late on. I think he's better than that. He's coming back in trip here, which I think will really suit him. And I would see him as having a really big chance in a wide open race. Okay, Sally Ann? The, the English can't see Lawler getting beaten. I know they like to call him Lawler. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of drama on we'll ITV. See, we'll We've had a lot of drama on ITV about how this horse's name should be pronounced. And the most interesting thing is he was named by a German, so yeah. I have no idea how he actually should be pronounced. But Katie Rudd, who, who bought him out of Germany, she called him Lawler, so we'll stick with Lawler. Um, the English can't see him being beaten. There's there's such a big fuss about him. You know, with Kaylee Woolacott, unfortunately, her, hus her husband, who was training him, committed suicide last year. There's been a huge hype around this horse Richard Johnson who rides and was a very good friend of her late husband's and it, the scenes would be unbelievable if Lawler was to, to win in Cheltenham but another the English are very bullish in this race and a horse that I really like is Deffy Desai for, for Philip Hobbs and J.P. McManus's colours he's a horse I've followed for a long time he was bred by French champion jockey Pierre Charboudeau by his family and they all the horses with the Desai name in them are bred by his family and they just absolutely love this horse from the very beginning I followed all of his career and I think he could be a really interesting contender. Okay, Eddie, what do you reckon? Um, I suppose, first of all, I, I kind of expect Deffy to to go in the JLT. Mm. So I think if, if he turned up in the Arkell, he'd take a huge amount of beating. There was the horse that won in Goran on Thiesta's day, Celios Emery. Yeah. He looked like a, an aeroplane, and unfortunately, he's, he's out injured. But Duke de Geneva, Willie's yard, he came out in, in February on Redmill's day, and he absolutely tore home. But he was beaten so badly by. Chilius Emery on that form line, I kind of, I push him aside. But the one I fancy, and it's 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 because it's not the greatest renewal of the Arkle ever, is 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 Henry de Bromhead's horse Ornua. Um, I think Ornua finished ten lengths, ten or eleven lengths ahead of Lawler, Layler, whatever we want to call it, in Sandown. Um, there was no real apparent reason for either of the you know the performance sure, being yeah, was. Yeah. I know he finished second to Dynamite Dollars, but. I think he could have a really good good chance. I, I, I see Henry as our, our new one, Paloma Blue, in the race. And Paloma Blue is a horse I'd probably expect to go on the JLT as well. Yep. But obviously, I'm not Chris Jones and I'm not <laughs> Henry the Bromhead, so th they'll make that decision. But I'd say our new would be there at the end of the race. And, and if, if, if Deffy Dassault was to run in it, I think he'd take all the beating too, you know? Okay. Uh, round the table very briefly, uh, with day one in mind. Ireland versus England, how do you see it playing out? It can't be a repeat of last year. We have to, to kind of take a disappointment after the 17 winners last year. It's just, it can't possibly happen again. Um, I think it's going to be interesting. We, we don't have as many because we don't have the, the kind of force of Willie Mullins that we knew in the past with these amazing horses going forward. Mm. Also, we have the huge question of the ground. We've had horses running on good ground all winter and now sure. we've suddenly, there's rain forecast pretty much every day bar one for the whole of the festival yeah. and up until it. Um, I think that's going to be a big question, but 
I don't know. I don't. You know, it's rare when you hear Ruby Walsh saying his banker for the whole festival is Benny Didieu in the mm. in the mayor's race, and not you know we don't have that power that we used to but Gordon Elliott I still think is, is really positive for being the top trainer of the week yeah, and, and to be fair to Willie Mullins it, it hasn't been you know if you look at it statistically he's had a, a really good season but at, at the very highest level by his ultra high standards it maybe hasn't been a, f a fabulous season certainly from Christmas onwards but you know he's a very patient man Willie and you, you just know that in his mind he's been working backwards from Cheltenham and despite the ground being unsuitable for a lot of his horses all season you know that he left the revs up and while he hasn't been hitting the mark as much as we might have expected for the last few months, it just would be a typical Willie Mullins thing to do for him to erupt into form at Cheltenham and have a heap of winners again. <laughs> and they're never the ones we expect. Yeah, it's always, exactly. Yeah. It's always something. Something comes out of close something that no one's heard of all year and it comes out and surprises us all. Good day for the Irish on day one? Um, I think so. I think looking at it, like Bally Warden four miler is a great chance that's on day one. Yeah, I, like I'd be surprised Champion Hurdle should be coming to Ireland, hopefully. Uh, one of the two mares gets up there. Bally Ward, Supreme Novice is a bit of a lottery. The Arkle, we're kind of favouring ourselves a little bit there as well. I'd be, I don't know, I'd say we could get three winners would be a great start, four okay. winners would be brilliant, you know. There you go, there you have it. That's a look at, at day one. What we'll do is we'll take ourselves a quick break. Uh, we're live here at Connolly's Red Mills at Killing Hill in Kilkenny. It's Ken with you on Drive until half past five. I've got Kevin Blake, Sally and Grassic and Eddie Scally on the couches around me. Uh, we'll be back with a look at Wednesday's action on the grade one side of things after these. KCLR Drive with Ken Maguire. It is KCLR Drive, 20 minutes away from five o'clock on your Thursday afternoon. It's Ken with you on the show until half past five joined uh, in the uh, lovely surrounds of Connolly's Red Mills uh, by At The Races Kevin Blake ITV Sally and Grassic and Goran Parks uh, Eddie Scally Eddie we'll start with you for day two we're into Wednesday uh, the Queen Mother Champion Chase the big race of the day where do you see it going? Um, <laughs> or do you? <laughs> no you, you do it's probably the most obvious race of the week of Cheltenham for for blue years and um, we were just talking off air like Altior does look absolutely bulletproof and mm. um, you'd imagine he's a moral certainty it's a case of you know who's going to take him on and um, a lot of these horses have a chance to go maybe at a different day in the week running the Ryanair or whatnot you'd love personally I'd love to see Footpad um, taking on Altior if you got the old Footpad back who hasn't been performing as well this year yeah. if the old Footpad the Footpad that won the article last year came back and went at it I don't know I think I think he could give him a, give him a race but it's just it's just so hard to see past Altior and sometimes what happens when the Irish you're thinking with your heart more than your head um, it's a bit like that Bouvier argument we had this argument in work this morning mm. and the lads were saying you can be guaranteed if, if we were in England working in Ascot we wouldn't be having this conversation <laughs> and I think we do get caught up in that a little bit but um, for me Altior is absolutely bulletproof if Footpad takes him on I'll probably have a sneaky bet on Footpad just for a bit of loyalty just in case Salian is it a done deal? Well, I'm hoping Footpad goes for the Ryanair. Footpad is the, the horse of my life, so I absolutely love him. So whatever race he goes for, I'm all for Footpad. I think Kevin's probably sick of hearing me talk about Footpad. But um, for, for argument's sake, we'll talk about other horses in this race. I think Altior, we, we said on ITV last week that this could be a year where no matter what horse wins the Gold Cup, that won't be the best horse we'll have seen yep. of the week. It'll be Altior. Um, I think he's a horse we need for racing. We need these top horses who arrive, who cause the buzz, who get people interested in racing, and he is that horse. He's so impressive, and he loves it at Cheltenham. That image of him racing up the Cheltenham Hill, and he just devours it with every stride. He loves it back there. I think it's all about him in this race, and you're just looking at something for an each-way bet if you want to have a bet in the race. Min... 
bless him, he is such a good horse. He's just been unlucky to be born at the same time as Altior and he gives it his all each time and it breaks my heart for him. But he, he's such a good horse and I don't think he's going to make up the seven lengths of, of last year. And you're looking at a horse for an each way bet and one that I think, you know, that's a really interesting candidate, even if it's just for the story, is Lady Buttons for Philip Kirby. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that she's 33 to 1 at the moment as she gets the mayor's allowance. She's done nothing wrong. She's beaten what we've asked her to beat this year. And something like her, St. Calvados, Harry Whittington's been very positive about him. Something like that for an each way bet. Something has to finish third. So, you know. Okay. You know, um, it's it's an unusual thing this race can because you have a horse in Altior who, while maybe not officially, he could well be argued as the, the very best horse in training. Mm. And this is probably the most under-discussed race of the whole week <laughs> because there's just a widespread assumption that he just wins. Yeah, yeah. I was on a Cheltenham preview the other night and we quite literally spent 30 seconds in this race. Went down the line. <laughs> Does anyone think Altior can be beaten? Silence. Would anyone like to put an each-way bet up against them? Silence. Move on. It was quite literally like that. And it's a pity because he's, a, he's an unbelievable racehorse. Yeah. He, he's very unusual in that he can on occasion show a little bit of vulnerability through a race, but up the run-in where it matters most, he's just he's quite freakish in a way. He just tends to be unbelievably strong in the very, very latter stages of his races. And um, it's very, very difficult to see him being beaten here, bar something go, physically goes amiss with him, yeah. or he's brought down, or something really odd happens. Because last year, he didn't have an ideal preparation for the race. Things didn't go right. At one stage, he looked in trouble. And Min, who I'd agree with Sally Ann, is a wonderful horse. Everything went right for Min on the day. Conditions were perfect. Everything went beautifully for Min. And Altior kicked him into touch. So I think on all known evidence, Altior is is a significantly superior horse to me. So on all known evidence, he says, tempting fate wildly. <laughs> um, Altior really should win. And uh, it, it's a funny quirk about the sport that we don't necessarily celebrate our, our biggest stars. Sure. And it's not his fault that there's nothing around that's as good as him. But that's just the reality. If heaven forbid he's out of the picture and something does happen oh look Maiden's a wonderful horse and they, this is they, they've experimented with him over longer trips but I think uh, a two mile race run at a championship pace yeah. is, is what he wants he got it last year he ran a fabulous race but he just wasn't nearly as good as, as Altior yeah. unfortunately for him Okay, well, moving through the, some of the other action then on, uh, on Wednesday uh, the day wraps out with grade one wise with the champion bumper what are we thinking Eddie? <laughs> um, I'm thinking if you're in, if you're relying on the champion bumper to get out of jail on Wednesday, you're gone. You're goosed. I think you just it, go home. It, it, it happens for people. This no, is the thing, you know? there was a time like Willie would have a bumper horse and you'd just go, and that was the Cheltenham banker for the week. Um, Blue Sari was very impressive with us. Um, race Watson ran at a huge pace. Uh, the ground wasn't overly deep the way it would normally be at that time of the year with us, but it wasn't a really fast run race. <clears throat> Pardon me, but what happened? When they turned the bend in Gorn, the, the, the five or six runners, whatever, were all kind of still clumped together. Yeah. And Blue Sari took off like a rocket um, from, from the beach tree just before the tree furlong and absolutely sprinted a mile clear of the field. I think JP McManus subsequently bought him afterwards. JP had a horse to finish back in the field a little bit. Um, the, the, the form of the race hasn't worked out hugely, but Blue Sari was massively impressive. Mm. I think if you got a fair run in the race and everything went right, Depending on the pilot as well, I think a jockey is important. I don't know who will ride Blue Sari, but um, if the right pilot's there, he'd have a super chance. And I think Envoy Allen is the other one from, from Ireland that's been going really well. And kind of the two of them is where I would have marked okay. out my day there anyway. Out of the novices hurdle and, and Chase, Sally Ann, anything that's, that's jumping out at you? 
Um, just you had me all focusing on the bumper then. It <laughs> Wild card. <laughs> Wild card. You can't throw things at me unless I'm prepared. Um, on the one, no, nothing in particular that's caught my eye. Kevin's probably Kevin's done 101 <laughs> Cheltenham previews at this stage. Is it, Kevin? Yeah, we'll can, throw it over to you. I can sing it backwards at this stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kevin can just start listing off all the runners. Somebody must have told you something that, that you, you, you Kevin, can tell you, us. Like, you, you must. Like Delta works my banker for a whole week. RSA can mm. event. And, yeah. and I would I think Kevin and Sally Ann would probably be a bit better guides than I would because I will blindly get stuck in last year presenting Percy. I wasn't listening to anybody. <laughs> Anything else that to say, I just said this is a certainty. I said it on KCLR every day till he won and then I told everybody for a year I still am now uh, and this time it's Delta work it's I can't I gave Delta it. work as my horse last week but at the time I think he was 6-1 to one. I'm looking now he's 2-1 to one. It's, oh, it's a big Sally's change Sally's both dived in oh, they, they all the punters they all listen to me all the time I'm like the punters friend no uh, Delta work is a really talented horse and you know they're what they're still giving Santini a second favourite to him or it's so, you know Santini's had so many worries this year this week about whether he was going to run whether he was going to be right he did a bit of what Altior did last year of pulling a shoe off in his last piece of work the, he was sore on it they've put a poultice they think he's going to be right in time but it's not ideal in the week before it's not ideal but I think we're, we'll have a unanimous verdict here because I'd be with Delta work as well I think he's, be, he's been brilliant all season he beat Lerichberg earlier on at, at the Ferry House um, Bar 1 meeting and um, look, they wanted to run him at the Dublin Racing Festival. The ground was just a little bit quick for him. Mm. But I'd put all my faith in Gordon to get him there in top order. And um, he won at the Cheltenham Festival last season. He's very, very solid. Santini look, looks like the RSA will suit him very well. He hasn't had a perfect preparation. I wouldn't, knock, I wouldn't worry too much about it. They, I think they said this morning that he, he's back sound and they're, they're very happy with him. But um, I just think Delta Work is a better horse than him. And we, we can keep it quite simple at that, I think. Okay, and if, if uh, you were thinking, Eddie, that you might might see three Irish winners out on Tuesday. What do you reckon Wednesday's outlook would be? Um, I think we'll win the bumper. We'll win the RSA. And after that, I didn't see anything else that jumped out at me. Uh, I'd say Battle of Rajoyen and the Ballymore. Yeah, I, I, I'm not mad on that horse. No. I don't know why. Um, but I'd say we'll have two on day two, so now we're up to maybe five winners. Like, we're only going to end up with about eight winners this year, max. <laughs> oh, no. by, by recent standards, that would probably be considered a failure, wouldn't it? Disaster. <laughs> <laughs> 17 last year to eight this year. But do we have to go back to 1989 to the last time we had zero winners? <laughs> Thank, thankfully, times are much it'll better be, now. It'll be a long week for the two of us on IT. Imagine. We get to zero winners on the Friday. I might turn up to you, Toxeter, on the Saturday if we're still at zero I, I don't. I don't think they'd, think they'd take the horses back if we got no winners they leave them over there <laughs> well look we got to take ourselves a quick break we're heading towards five o'clock uh we will be back in a moment with a look at thursday's grade one action for cheltenham live from Connolly's red mills at killian hill KCLR Drive with Ken Maguire. It is KCLR Drive. It's Ken with you live from Connolly's Red Mills for your Thursday afternoon. Joined uh, by At The Races, uh, Kevin Blake, ITV, Sally and Grassic, Gorn Parks, Eddie Scally, uh, all around the couches, enjoying the coffee and the sunshine and the surrounds of Red Mills here for the afternoon. Uh, no more wild cards, uh, Sally. <laughs> Uh, we're starting with our Thursday look heading up towards 5 o'clock so we have the JLT uh, on what early early to call at this stage of, of proceedings or what do you reckon? It's hard when we haven't got the, the field kind of narrowed down a yeah. little bit we already have Tuesday and Wednesday Thursday will happen um, tomorrow at some point we were talking about Defi Desoy if, if he goes uh, which race he'll go for I think he's a big chance in either of them he's, he's favoured if he goes for, for this race he's joint favourite with Lost in Translation for Colin Tizard this looks like 
I'm sure Kevin probably agrees, but it looks like it's going to be a, a kind of an, the English race, the, the JLT. No, I'd agree. Yeah, to be fair, Defy Desai and Lost in Translation have met twice before already this year, and there's a suspicion that they might just be a little way in front of the rest, and they, they've beaten, they've, they've flip-flopped. Uh, Defy Desai got the better of Lost in Translation last time off level weights, um, and I think the key was Barry Garrity rode him a bit with a bit more patience and confidence, whereas he'd hit the front at the second last, and when they met at Shelton previously and Lost in Translation had come back and nabbed him late on, so when he was ridden uh, to strike a little bit later last time at Sandown, he, he beat Lost in Translation well, so... I suspect the, the certainly Barry's hope and Defy Desai's connections hopes would be that they could confirm that form um, with Barry. You know, he'll know what he has to do going out there. He'll have to ride him very chilly and uh, be confident, which will never be a problem for Barry, and and, and strike late. He's the perfect Barry Garrity horse. Exactly. Yeah. Eddie, you had an eye on the on the JLT. It was one of the the first things out of your mouth when you walked in earlier. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think. Um, see again, because you're guessing here where horses are going to go. To be fair, yeah. Defy Desai for me. Um, It'd be the right race for him. Um, and I think if Henry puts Paloma Blue in the JLT against him, Paloma Blue might give him a bit of a race. It could be a bit of a race. But I think uh, for me, Defi Dassoul, if he goes to that race, it should probably end up being a match between himself and Lost yeah. in Translation. And if Paloma Blue was to step up a bit, uh, he could give them a bit to think about as well. But I think it's a weak race from an Irish perspective. So for me, Defi Dassoul. Scratch that one off the list for, for the Irish side of things. Uh, a lot of people looking to get into the Ryanair, Sallyon. Yeah, the Ryanair is another hard one when you were, we're not sure what will go to yeah. the Ryanair, what will go to the Champion Chase. I think I've already told you that I like footpad. Sure. Um, <laughs> I used to ride footpad in France before he was bought by Simon Munier when he was trained by Robert Colley. Um I've been lucky enough to lead him out for Willie Mullins the last two years in Cheltenham um, on the leading up to the festival the couple of days before. I will be there Sunday and Monday. I will have footpad in hand. <laughs> we will have a chat. Last year I walked him around. We do parade during practice with sure, all William yeah. Mullins' horses on the Monday afternoon. I walked him around. I showed him where the winning post was. I told him everything. <laughs> footpad listens. So last I'm, minute notes. Yeah. Yeah, you're taking full credit for it. I, so. I take full credit. <laughs> Ruby Walt has nothing got to do with this. William Mullins, no. They just, they just stand back and go, Sally Ann, you just have a chat with footpad. Um, I absolutely love this horse. I'm not sure if you picked that up. But, uh, would, would never have. <laughs> no, that. no. So I think, uh, yeah, I'll go for footpad. <laughs> Kevin, um, I quite like Monaly and um, trained by Henry de Bromhead. Again, he's not a certainty to go here. He could run in the Gold Cup instead. I hope he runs here because I think yeah. this would be his best chance of winning. Um, the last two years, they've had a real conundrum where to go for the mid-range trip or the longer trip. They've gone for the longer trip both times. He's run very well both times, but he hasn't won. I think if they go mid-range this time, it might make the difference and he could get his big day in the sun. Okay. I, I know if Monaly's there, I get to do my annual visit with the goat. Oh yes, he has a trip. <laughs> has a travelling companion. Harvey, he, he, Harvey <laughs> the Goat. Harvey the Goat was sizing John's companion in the past. He, he only hangs out with the very highest caliber of horse. And the past two years ITV have sent me into the stable yard to meet Harvey the Goat on the morning of the race. They have been the, the, my tweets that have had the most likes and retweets of my entire time on Twitter. And it's the only clip of me that made the ITV montage of the year was me with Harvey the Goat. So I will look forward to Harvey and Monalee on the morning of Cheltenham. Uh, to, to, to wrap up Thursday, uh, the stairs hurdle, Kevin. What do you reckon? 
Um, this will be, this is teeing up to be, I think, a, a, a classic uh, Irish versus English face-off here yeah. because the, the British have a very, very strong favourite, I think, in Paisley Park, trained by Emma Lavelle. Um, he has emerged into the, into the division this season and he was absolutely brilliant last time at Cheltenham. Um, it was a race that brought together all the best staying herders in England and he absolutely whomped them. He beat him by 12 lengths with his two ears pricked. He was brilliant on the day. It was a performance that sort of screamed, right, I'm here to stay in this division. But the Irish have a few nice staying hurdlers and they have a former champion hurdler facing up to him this year in Faheen. Mm -hmm. And while Faheen is 11 years of age, it'd be a brave man that rules him out. There's been an awful lot of money for him in the last week or so. The, all the reports coming out of Clos Sutton are that he's absolutely flying. Um, I favour uh, Paisley Park, but yeah. I, I do fear Faheen. Okay. I do fear Maybe him. You, is, is the drive-in Faheen? 100%. Um, talking to the lads, they're, they're, they're spinning with excitement about Faheen. The, the word on the street is Faheen is back. Um, if Faheen is back, Faheen wins. But we'll know that probably three out when the screw starts turning. If you've seen the machines, they're tanking there. You know, I think Paisley Park is super horse. I think if you if Paisley Park was with Gordon Elliott or Willie Mullins or Nicky Henderson, he'd probably be one to two for this race. But because he's made a much smaller trainer and whatnot. But I think for me, you know, you'd, you'd love to see Faheen winning. It's, Faheen would be the big story of the week for the Irish. I think that's the one where we'd all get a real kick out of it. And I'm supposed mm. to see ours come back, and especially with the fall earlier this year. Um, no, I'd love to see Faheen win, but the English horse looks really, really good. So uh, Faheen will need to be at his best, but, you know, <laughs> you're talking, this matters more when you have money on it. And I'm back <laughs> Faheen at big prices, so I will, I will be very happy if he wins. I'll well, Sally Ann, before we, before we head to news and sport at five o'clock, is it an Irish result or an English result for the well, Sayers? The, regardless of your nationality, the roof will lift off every stand in Cheltenham if Faheen comes up the hill yeah. in first. We thought we lost him in Leopardstown. That fall was one of the worst things I've seen and for a horse to get up after it. He's an unbelievable horse and if we see him, it'll kill me because Matt Chapman loves him and I'll have to listen to him all week. But <laughs> Kevin will have to listen to him more. Oh. But I would still, uh, I'm all about Faheen. But Paisley Park, the English love a fairy tale. We love a fairy tale in racing in general. Paisley Park nearly died as a young horse. His owner has been blind since birth and is a huge racing fan. So that would be an amazing story. And for a trainer like Emma Lavelle, you know, she's such a talented trainer. And we're saying that was only her, he was, gave her her first grade one win. You know, he's, he's a really great horse with um, Aidan Coleman will be in the saddle. So we can, we can say he's a little bit Irish. We've got Aidan Coleman on board, but okay. I'm all about Faheen. Okay, well there you have it at the moment. Anyway, we've got one more day's worth of racing to take a look at. Uh, we're going to grab ourselves a quick break. Edwina Grace is on the way with a look at news and sport headlines for you at 5 o'clock. Join us after that. We'll be here at Connolly's Redmonds until half past five. KCLR Drive with Ken Maguire. I have uh, Eddie Scally of Goran Park and KCLR's Saturday scoreline fame. Uh, do, we know when you, do we know when you're back on, Eddie? I was only on on Sunday and I met a big boo there at the 5 o'clock news. So um, I'm waiting. I didn't get a few 45 yet. Uh, I pressed the button. I thought the news was on and I laid back in the chair to Paul Doyle absolutely having canaries waving his hand. I'm just not used to the signal that he was telling me to talk. talk and I think it lasted for 30 seconds. It felt like a year and a few text messages I got you think people aren't listening and then you get murdered so they're never um, listening when you do something no. right yeah no. exactly no. yeah 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 <laughs> two and a half hours of quality entertainment spoiled by a 30 second brief break <laughs>
Well, look, there's quality entertainment to be found at Cheltenham all week. The last day uh, is Gold Cup Day. Kevin, we'll start with you. What do you reckon the lay of the land is going to be come Friday? Oh, sure, look, the big one is, is just fascinating on paper. We have a big Irish contender in presenting Percy, and this has just been one of the stories, or, or non-stories, if you will, of the season, because he, he's trained by a man um, called Pat Ketty, from somewhere in Galway. Now, I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone, it's literally, <laughs> I don't think anyone actually knows where he lives. Like Davy Russell, who rides this horse, genuinely straight face will tell you he does not know where this man's yard is. He's a very it's probably um, the best way to do it with jockeys. Just don't tell them where you are. <laughs> he's, a, he's a very secretive fella. And um, this horse has won at the last two Cheltenham festivals. He won the RSA Chase last year in, in his style that would excite even the most stony-faced observers. Now he looked like an absolute champion in the making. But we've only seen him once this season. You know, the last two seasons when he won at Cheltenham, his campaign was characterised by... He was kept very busy. He was really on the go. He was having um, more races than would be considered ideal. But this season, he's missed a load of targets. He eventually turned up at, at Goran Park and, and put on a great show there. He got the, a wonderful day for Goran Park. I'm sure Eddie will echo. Yeah. A wonderful crowd turned up. The horse got a huge reception. He put up a, a fine performance. Um, he was to go back to Goran Park for the Red Mills chase, and then all of a sudden, no, he wasn't. <laughs> it took everyone by surprise, which was a pity. Um, and it, it's, he doesn't like talking to the press, Pat Kelly. Mm. So we're relying on the horse's owner, Philip Reynolds, who is very, you know, he, who speaks very well. But it's just in this day and age, maybe we're spoiled where um, jockeys and trainers and everyone in racing, I suppose, is so open that we have a situation here that the Gold Cup favourite and one of the most high-profile horses in training, we don't hear much about. And then there was this uh, odd incident there the other day where they've taken him to Galway Racecourse, and his local track, and Galway have reversed the fences um, on the track so that presenting Percy can have a school, a school around there left-handed. Galway is, of course, right-handed. And a couple of pictures uh, emerged. Blurry, but no, blurry ones are <laughs> but, but no footage. <laughs> and, uh, the, the very, very cloak and dagger. Oh, but it gets better. The, it the, adds the, to the mystery. Oh, the, the very well-known racing photographer, Pat Healy, was allowed into this yard, wherever it is. I think it was yesterday. And the, the talk is he, he was taken up to Galway City and thrown in the back of a van with a bag over his head. <laughs> And I uh, taken out there <laughs> and took a few pictures of Pat and the horse, and it adds to it. It's all a bit mad, really. But like I say, this horse looked every inch a champion last year. Um, he looked in great nick at Goran Park. He will be becoming the first horse since 1929 to win a gold cup without having run over fences that season, if indeed he goes and wins. Um, it's not an ideal preparation, far from it. But if ever there was a horse that has the talent to overcome it, it's him. But it won't be easy. There's an English horse called Clanda Zobo there who has danced every dance this season and and I would probably favour him just about, only just. Okay, Saliana, is it presenting Percy's time? Is it his day? Well, he's been so impressive the last few years in Cheltenham. Um, the public love him. I have no doubt the reception he's going to get if he does win. I was working for RTE when he won the Galmoy Hurdle at uh, Goran Park. I've never had a case where, my, where I literally asked one question to Davy Russell at the bottom of the straight in, in Goran and we got up to the praying and he was still answering the same question. He's not, he's, he's not chatty at the best of the times, Davy, but he just couldn't say enough about this horse. He just waxed lyrical about him. Plus he told me to watch out. He said he's, he can be a bit quirky. Don't get too close to him. This was after he'd run a race in his first race back. <laughs> and then I was trying to keep up with him in deep sand. I've never like struggled so much to keep up. The horse just motored and he, he didn't look 
looked like he'd had a run. He was in such good form. Davy loves him. We don't know what Pat Kelly thinks of him. We presume he loves him too. I think it, it adds a little bit of mystery. Everyone's fascinated yeah. by him. If he came out and was like, you know, we love that Gordon Elliott and Willie Mullins make our jobs so much easier by mm. talking. But if he did tell us everything, then we'd probably have got a bit bored because he only has presenting Percy to talk about. So it's, it's brilliant. Chandis Oboe's done everything we've asked of him this year. If the rain comes non-stop, I think we have to consider Native River. There's been huge betting on him since the, the rain has come this week, but he will want it bottomless. That horse really wants it heavy, and he's a, he's an absolute trooper, and he'll give his all if, if it comes to, to that. Okay. Eddie, you hanging your hat on presenting Percy again this year? Um, look, I, I love presenting Percy. I'm, I'd be a big fan. <laughs> Lucky enough, I suppose I get on quite well with Pat Kelly, because I'm not in the media. He does talk to us. Well, you've talked to him. Uh, yeah, you know, many times. He's a gentleman. Um, and and Davy as well. No, it, like you know fairness, where the yard is? I, I don't know. He doesn't well. But uh, I know, in fairness, when he was with us uh, in the Galway Hurdle day, we were delighted. Three Mile Hurdle horse came back out, looked brilliant, and, and ran well. It wasn't a simple race. There was a couple of big horses in that race mm -hmm. against him. Uh, Red Mills Day would have been the, the scene target there. I don't know for whatever reason. You know, you, you would have liked it. It would have been a very easy one to say the ground. Yeah. You know, we would have loved him if maybe the ground. If it was if it was good, you could say yeah, it was definitely the ground. But the fact that the ground was yielding to soft, you know, would throw more questions onto why he didn't run. So I think the problem when someone doesn't come out and say, look, this is why I'm not running, is you assume there might be something niggly there or there's something holding you back. Um, I don't know. Like I'd love presenting Percy to win. Would I be disappointed if Willie won his first Gold Cup? I definitely wouldn't. Um, if Bells Hill, who won as a beginner in Gorn, I'd love to see Bells Hill winning. Invitation only is chucked in there. Won the Tiestes this year. You know, it's, it's. I think it's a wide open race. Um, the lads have rightly pointed out if the rain was to come heavy, Native River is the one that's going to enjoy that ground the most. I can't have Candace over. I'll be shot for saying this now. I just can't. I think, I think you'll find he'll be the first one crying for help two out. And I'd say. If everybody turns up right, and even if the ground is a bit of cutting it, I'd, I'd love to see presenting Percy, maybe Bells Hill and, and Native River jumping okay. the last together, and I think it could be a brilliant race. Uh, before we run out of time altogether, uh, uh, around the table, and Eddie, we'll, we'll kick off with you. Uh, from, from Tuesday to Friday, who do you think the, the big winners and losers are, are going to be of the week? Uh, I think I think the big two winners for me. I think Delta Work is is, is nailed on the, in the RSA. Really looking forward to seeing that. Um, Kevin, I'd hope to put a bit more light in it there. I just seen a worrying note about my yoke. Sir Eric um, seems to be the Irish banker. Um, by all accounts, everyone seems to talk about it. I think Sir Eric's already crossed the line in the Triumph Hurdle on yeah. Friday. Um, I really hope he could do it. And then, other than that, like I, I'd just be thrilled if we had eight or nine winners and, and and everyone runs to their own ability. It'd be a great week. But for me. Delta Work and Sir Eric are the two, the two big ones to follow this week. Okay, Sally on? They were my two horses last Saturday on, on ITV. We were asked the same question, Delta Work and Sir Eric. I know Kevin will, will explain more about Sir Eric. Um, I think it could be a, a big week for young Irish jockeys. You know, we've Jack Kennedy, Gordon Elliott is favourite to be leading trainer, but Jack Kennedy's 6-1 to one to be leading jockey. You would think it would, it would be obvious if, if that Jack Kennedy could have a, a brilliant week too, given that he'll have first choice in most of the horses. And I'd love to see Rachel Blackmore have a, have a mm. great week. She's going from strength to strength at the moment. She's had an unbelievable season. I'd love to her, for her to have a Cheltenham winner. Kevin? Um, in terms of maybe my bet of the week, if you want to phrase it that way, I'd probably go with Hardline on the first day in the Arkle um, and the lads have mentioned Sir Eric look he looks a, a real Irish banker in the Triumph Hurdle a um, little bit of news just before we, we came on air actually he's had a small little a tiny little setback a stone bruise 
Um, so he'll be monitored closely in the next few days. But I think Joe O'Brien is very confident that he'll be A-OK. And if he arrives there in top form, based on what he did at the Dublin Racing Festival, he'll be really, really tough to beat. OK. Uh, lastly, uh, to wrap things up, we still reckon an eight Irish winners is probably the max we're going to see? No, no, it's definitely not the max <laughs> we're going to see. I, th I, I think, you know, I'd be thrilled eight or nine winners. I think the problem you have this year is we haven't had the ground you would have expected all year. So yeah. the likes of Willie hasn't had these superstars to come out and fly. And the, the two lads alluded to it earlier on. On day one of the Cheltenham Festival, Willie could have four winners. And then we'd be sitting back saying, OK, <laughs> what's he got rooted tomorrow? You know, the, the guy's a genius. Ruby Walsh, champion jockey there so many times. I wouldn't be surprised if we had more, but I'd be delighted if we had eight to ten winners. I think it would be a brilliant week. Fair, fair observation. Yeah, I think that's a that's a fair observation. If if we could get that, it's it's an unknown for so many people. The we've been I've been saying it all year. If we get soft ground in Cheltenham, no one will know what to do because so many of these horses we either have seen very little or not at all of them, or they've been running on good ground. So it's it's a hard one this year to judge the form of many of them. Yeah, um, I would I would be more hopeful than Eddie. Eddie Eddie's sees it. He's got loads of experience in the bank, you see. He knows that, he, he knows that in life, it's a much better policy to downplay and lower the expectations, even if you think it'll be much better. They'll be pleasantly surprised. Exactly, just, just, so, just to reduce the pressure on your shoulders. I'd be hopeful they'd have a dozen winners, but it wouldn't shock me at all now if a lot of, those, if a lot of that dozen are outsiders. It's been a very strange year with the weather. Yeah. Um, trainers haven't been able to prepare their horses like they normally would. And we had all the, that, that rigmarole with the equine flu a few weeks ago. It's been a strange year. And it just wouldn't be a shock to me if, if a couple of horses that are expected to do it disappoint. And a couple that may have disappointed in, in recent months all of a sudden find their form again and uh, on the biggest stage. So I'd be out, like the Irish look to have a super team going over. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll have plenty of winners. Hopefully a dozen, maybe more. But uh, I just I have a feeling it could be a tough one for, for the punters around the place. Okay, there you go. If you missed out on any of the chats this afternoon, you'll be able to catch the podcast uh, tomorrow. We're close to wrapping up at Connolly's. Uh, my thanks uh, this afternoon to Kevin Blake at the races, ITV Sally and Grossick, uh, Eddie Scally of Goran Park. KCLR Drive with Ken Maguire. If you like what you hear, join me weekdays on KCLR Drive from 3 o'clock. You can email me at any stage. It's Ken at KCLR96FM.com and you'll find out more chats, more interviews, more news and views on the blog. KCLR96FM.com slash drive.